Hi, and welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondren. Welcome back to Vondren Legal Hour, our real estate and business podcast. Okay, so we're talking in this podcast about the Liz Pendants. This is an often understood item. This is very important when you're in real estate litigation, state court, federal court, you know, quiet title, foreclosure law, whatever the case may be. Anytime you have an issue regarding title to the property or possession to the property, you have a right to file a list pendants and you need to seriously take a look at it so that if you need to cloud the title so that it cannot be further transferred, not, not to say that it cannot, but to help prevent further transfers, what I should say, the Liz Pendens is your the real estate lawyer's tool of choice. Okay, let's talk about the Liz Pendens here. Now, the Liz Pendens is basically, it's a fancy name. It's a Latin term for litigation pending. Liz Pendens equals litigation pending. Okay, so if you can get that concept in your mind, you're off to a good start. Liz Pendens is basically two, three-page recorded document, a document that gets recorded in your county recorder's office that gives constructive notice, constructive notice to the entire world as to your dispute in regards to your title or possession of your property. So let's talk about it. What's constructive notice? Okay, so if you, f- you record something in your county recorder's office, every county has a county recorder's office, and they record you know documents like your CCNRs, you know, restrictions and covenants, um, your foreclosure documents all get recorded in the county recorder's office. Your Liz Pendens gets recorded with your county recorder's office. Okay, judgments get recorded. These things are recorded in order to provide what we call constructive notice, constructive notice to the rest of the world that there is a claim, an issue, a filing, some recorded document. But when something's recorded in the county recorder's office, people cannot just say, oh, what? I, huh? what? I, I didn't know about that. You're on constructive notice, meaning you know or should know or could know. It's sort of a fictional thing, but it's it's a legal concept that says if it's recorded, you're on constructive notice. So if you're going to go buy a house, you're a foreclosure hunter, and you're saying, well, I'm going to go buy a house. I saw one across the way. Do, do a, go do a, a, a title search. Go see what's going on on the property. See what's been recorded. Notices of default have notices been rescinded. Um, is there a notice of sale? Make sure everything's proper. You know, with the 90 days in California, the 90 days notice of default, you have to wait 90 days before you can record a notice of sale, which provides another 20 days. Make sure the process is followed. See if there's a Liz Pendens filed. What is a Liz Pendens? You're getting good. It's a notice of pending litigation, and that would put the buyer on notice that they're buying into a lawsuit and could be a big hassle for them, could be a problem. They could buy it and end up losing title, the whole thing. So most buyers will steer away from this. Why? A buyer would rather be considered a bona fide purchaser for value, what we call a BFP, okay? A bona fide purchaser for value. That gives them great legal protections in courts of law, okay? Courts respect and honor the BFP. They get special preferences and presumptions, okay? So basically, um, you know, a buyer would rather be a BFP. If there's nothing in the chain of title, there's no Liz Pendens recorded, for example, 
then the buyer can feel comfortable that they're not buying into a lawsuit. So you can see what the Liz Pendens does, the tool that it is. It clouds the title, puts a person on reasonable inquiry notice that they can go and check out the complaint and see what's going on in the case and see if they want to buy it. Maybe they still do. Um, in some cases, in, a, in like a California foreclosure case, a seasoned and experienced buyer may say, I don't care. The homeowner's going to file a lawsuit. They're never going to win. I don't care. There's so much equity here. I'm going to go for it. And, and so it doesn't mean that they won't buy it. And, and it doesn't mean that the foreclosure sale will be stopped with the Liz pendant. So that's a common misconception is that I, I need to record a list. We'll get calls at our office to say, I need to record a Liz pendant. I need to stop the sale. I'll say, okay, hold on. Those are two different things. And they're like, what? I thought I was just, I just want to file Liz pendants, just a Liz pendants. I said, well, hold on, hold on. Liz pendants means everyone litigation pending. So Liz pendants means litigation pending. So you have to first have a litigation, Okay, so so in other words, you have to have grounds to file a lawsuit. You have to have good faith grounds to file a lawsuit. Um, your your lawsuit needs to reference that you have a title or possession dispute at hand. Title or possession. If it's a, a lawsuit for fraud and money damages, for example, if that's all you're seeking is I want a million dollars for the fraud or a predatory loan, I want a million dollars. Well, that's not affecting title or possession of the property. You're just seeking money. So in those cases, a list pendants may not be proper. So it's really important when you get into these areas where you're litigating in a state or federal court case to know this tool exists and know when to use it and how to use it. Okay, so let's talk about um, the Liz Pendens, a document itself. What are you looking for when you're looking to go file a Liz Pendens or record a Liz Pendens? Let's say you filed a state lawsuit. You're going to stop your foreclosure sale. You've got a violation of the Homeowner Bill of Rights. They've been dual tracking you. This is just to use an example. They've been dual tracking you and you say, I want to stop this sale. This is a violation of the Homeowner Bill of Rights, the CHBOR. I'm going in for an injunction. Uh, they're, they're trying to take my property. Title should vest in me. Possession should remain in me. They're going to try to evict me. You file your state lawsuit, you allege all your grounds, right? You allege the, the grounds for, for title or possession, you allege your homeowner bill of rights, you feel strongly that you're going to prevail on the merits, and along with your, um, with your complaint is you're going to be filing your TRO and your injunction. What's the TRO? Temporary restraining order. That gives you the short 10 to 14 day relief at the beginning of your lawsuit. And then the preliminary injunction is what keeps your injunction in place through the course of a lawsuit. So those are your mechanisms for stopping the sale. Okay, that's court ordered. The judge is going to give you an order saying, yes, I see it. Yes, I think you're likely to prevail on the merits. Yes, I'm going to give you an injunction, those kinds of things. But the Liz Pendens is what clouds the title to prevent if they go go ahead and do a foreclosure sale, it, pre it prevents somebody from coming in and saying, I'm a BFP, I didn't know anything about your lawsuit. So it's very, very important when you're in these kinds of litigation that you understand what the Liz Pendens is, when and how to use it. And as I mentioned, it's about a three-page document. You're going to basically, the requirements you're looking for, you're going to have the names of the parties that are named in the action, uh, typically just a short caption of the case. And by the way, if you want a sample, if you want to see what a sample is, pendants is, 
Who's your attorney of choice? Attorney Steve. He's providing you with free documents, a free look at what a Liz Pendens is, and also a free look at what a withdrawal of Liz Pendens is, okay? The two documents that are critical in your case, the one you record, the one you withdraw when your case is over, settled, dismissed, etc. So we've got a sample on that. Just cl- click in lizpendenslawyer.com, lizpendenslawyer.com. Hopefully you can figure out the spelling on that. But click that in, Liz Pendens, and you see sample documents at the top of the page. So give that a peek. But you're going to see that you're going to want the caption of the case. You're going to want a description of the real property. Normally, that involves the common address, commonly known address, 125 Main Street, but also a valid legal description with an APN, APN being an assessor's parcel number. Okay, So you're going to want that legal description. Usually, that's page one and page two. You do not need to lay out all the causes of action and all the grounds. You don't have to provide a summary, a treatise, a memorandum of points and authorities. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just need to give them notice of the lawsuit. If a prudent buyer wanted to know what was going on, they could pull up the case, go to the courthouse, on federal court, they can find it on the PACER online and pull up the court case and see what it's all about if they're interested. Okay, so that puts them on the inquiry notice. Um, it needs to be signed, notarized, and just keep this in mind because sometimes people get down in the pinch. It's coming close to a sale date and they're like, oh my God, what do we do? And you know, make sure you sign it in blue ink. The recorders is going to want the original. The recorder's office will want the original signature. So get the blue ink and get that in and record it. So those are the basics of what you're doing. Um, usually we recommend get a certified copy for yourself. Once it, once it is filed and recorded, get a copy of that for yourself. And also you're going to want to update your court and provide a notice of that to the other adverse parties in the action, anybody that has an adverse interest. And you want to you want to file those proofs of service with the Liz Pendens with the court and keep the court in the loop. Okay, so that's the basics of it. Um, Improperly filing a Liz Pendens um, again, if you're if you don't have a claim to title or possession and you're just recording it because you want to harass the other side, you want to cloud the chain of title for no particular reason. You're seeking money damages. It's not a case for title and possession, those kinds of things. You can be sued, really, for a slander of title. You're basically creating improper improper grounds for slander of title. Now, I'm going to read slander of title with you real quick, just the elements in California, under California law, just so you're aware, okay? The elements of a cause of action for slander of title are, one, a publication, Okay, that would be your recording of the document. Two, which is without privilege or justification. Without privilege or justification. Um, that's element two. Keep in mind, if it's a valid Liz Pendens, well, of course you have you have a valid justification. Do you not? Yes, you do. Uh, three, which is false. And four, which causes direct and immediate pecuniary loss. So if somebody is suffering loss due to your recording of the Liz Pendens, those kinds of things, you could be sued for slander of title. Okay, it's very important, and of course, things like that. You know, the the other parties are going to go all out um, on you, so that kind of thing. But properly recording a notice of Liz Pendens is privileged um, if it's proper. Okay, 
Um, here's a question that may pop up. Can you file a Liz Pendens if your case is in arbitration as opposed to a litigation? Arbitration. Okay, so lots of contracts and disputes now with arbitration clause, clauses running rampant. A lot of disputes are ending up in arbitration, which is fine. But can you file a list pendants if your case is in arbitration? Generally, the answer is no. Um, I have a court case for you to review Manhattan Loft versus Mercury Liquors. Manhattan Loft versus Mercury Liquors. That's 173 Cal App 4th at 1040. Give that a look if you're interested in that area. But that talks about um, arbitrations not really being in action, not really be de- being deemed in action. Okay, so, um, and again, usually when your case is over, you're going to, your case is settled, let's say, lots of cases do settle. Let's say your case is settled, the other party normally as a condition of the settlement is going to ask you to withdraw that, um, they're going to ask you to withdraw the Liz Pendens, okay, and that's again, another document similar to the to the first document, we have a sample at LizPendensLawyer.com, go check it out. Um, motions to expunge Liz pendants are also always possible. Again, if you're recording these for an improper purpose, your um, parties that are affected, the parties withstanding, and the real party in interest can come forward and say, hey, this should not have happened. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to be filing a motion under Civil Code, Code of Civil Procedure 405. And, and I'm going to be seeking my attorney fees, so forth and so on, for misuse of the Liz Pendens procedure. So be aware of that. Motions to expunge a Liz Pendens can always pop up. Um, some of the grounds to expunge may be the Liz Pendens is void or invalid, those kinds of things. Um, failure to properly serve the, the Liz Pendens and provide notice of that. The action does not involve a real property claim. Maybe you're suing for something that's not actually a real property claim. No title or possession at issue. Um, these kinds of things. So that's basically, I think, sort of the nuts and bolts to understand. Usually with a Liz Pendens, you always want to give notice to the other parties before you're going to record it. Let them know. Just a formal procedure. Um, those are the kinds of things. So if you need a real estate lawyer, you're involved in litigation or even arbitration, and you're trying to figure out, do I have rights? What can I do? Should I record a list pendants to cloud title? Um, those kinds of things. Or if you're a litigant, you say, I need to withdraw this list pendants. I need to file a motion to expunge this list pendants. We can help both plaintiffs, defendants, and persons with interest in real estate and help you get the job done and what you're looking to do, okay? So Attorney Steve Vondren, the real estate lawyer, we appreciate you listening to Vondren Legal Hour. Feel free to share this episode on your social media networks. We look forward to looking for working with you, and you can find out more information, once again, at lizpendenslawyers.com. Have a great day now. We appreciate it.